Hey everybody, it's Jennifer Maggio here with the Life of a Single Mom Ministries. So thankful that you are joining us on the Salem Web Podcast as we are talking about Single Mom 101. Um, I just want to encourage you single moms that um, this is only a season. And I want to tell you, having been there and done that um, and uh, have the medal to prove that uh, made it through, um, you will make it through. And uh, there are going to be some fun stories that are going to come out on the other side of this as well as maybe some hard things that you'll be able to look back and see uh, God's hand upon your life as you do this. And he's giving you, even today, an extra measure of grace and mercy to get through it. And so, single moms, know you are loved. Um, I want to talk with you today about identifying Mr. Right, dating how-tos for single moms. So let me just say this to you. Um, There's a lot of debate among single moms and really, frankly, beyond among single moms, but those who don't have any experience at all, but have a lot of opinions about the matter, about whether or not single moms should be dating at all. Like, should you just wait until the kids are 18 and out of the house before you even begin to pursue a romantic relationship? I'm going to save that argument for another time. I'll simply say that if you are in uh, this video series, um, or this podcast series rather, and you are wanting to know how to identify Mr. Right, it is likely that you've already made the decision um, that dating is going to be a part of your current or near future. And so... Um, We're just going to talk about the things that are important as you're learning to identify Mr. Right and really what are the most important how-tos that you need to know. And let me say this, it's probably true that you have dated a Mr. Wrong before, which is why you're in that single motherhood bucket, whether it be that you've gone through a divorce or relationship that failed. I know that there are single moms that arrive at their journey in a variety of ways. Maybe you have adopted or, or maybe you have had a spouse that passed away, but for the majority of us, nationally, we have gone through a situation where we dated Mr. Wrong and maybe have even married Mr. Wrong. And so what are the things that you need to be looking for? And it's probably been through a lot of self-reflection, laying at bed at night, wondering how you got here, that you begin asking yourselves these questions. But I want to first cover for you um, some things that I believe are important how-tos in dating. The first one is going to be only date when healthy. Now, this seems like a no-brainer. Well, like, duh, of course I only date when healthy. But I can't even tell you in the line of work I'm in where I'm ministering to uh, thousands of single mothers each year. Our ministry served 114,000 single moms last year. And so I kind of often say I live, eat, sleep, and breathe the single mothers. And I'm in... Um, cities throughout the United States, and I hear the same stories over and again. A single mom goes through a difficult divorce, um, goes through the mourning period and the loss that likely follows, and then before she has taken the time to deal with everything that um, is inside her heart, and she's taken that time to mend, she's moved on to the next relationship. And sadly, what happens more often than not is that that relationship results in either a second divorce or at the very least a failed relationship. So only date when healthy. How do I know I'm healthy, Jennifer? Like I'd like to think that I am, but how do I really know that I'm healthy? Well, um, there's a couple things. One is that when you're okay being alone, 
it's likely an indicator that you're healthy. When you're okay with the season that God has you in and you're okay truly deeply and only you know this, you can say you're okay with being alone, but know deep down that you're not, um, that you're trusting the Lord with this season of life. That's one indicator that um, perhaps you've moved into the healthy season. Another thing that I've often said is when you don't feel the need to talk about your ex on a regular and consistent basis, when you don't need to tell others everything he did to you and what he said to you and how unfair he's being to you. When you don't remember the details, you may remember the marriage didn't work out or the relationship didn't work out, but you don't remember the details. Those are likely all indicators that you're moving towards a healthy season. Certainly there are a lot of others, but we're going to move on. The second thing in um, dating how-tos for single moms is to set boundaries early. And so if you are not dating right now, this is the perfect time to begin to set boundaries that matter to you. Don't wait until you are head over heels in love with someone before you start writing down your non-negotiables, because I'm here to tell you that the non-negotiables will likely be negotiated um, if you wait until that season of life. But write down the things that are boundaries in your life that are very important to you. And those are going to look different for every family. Those are going to look different for you based on what the Lord is prompting you to do and what the Lord is beginning to show you about your own life and the things that you can and cannot handle. And so what do boundaries look like? Um, I'm going to give you some examples of things that you would consider. Things like, hey, I don't want to be uh, alone at my home with this person. Um, how many times a week are you going to see him so that you can have a healthy life balance with your kiddos? Uh, what does physical touch parameters look like? Um, those are some things that you need to begin to consider. When will I introduce him to my children, uh, my family, my extended family? Those are all things you need to be thinking about now. What does his life with the Lord need to look like? What does his walk with the Lord need to look like? Those are all boundaries. Okay. In addition, I want to encourage you to proceed with caution. This whole idea of jumping two feet in and uh, into the water and throwing all caution to the wind, those are worldly principles. Those are not biblical principles. Proceeding with caution is beginning to daily submit to the Lord that you will seek his kingdom first, that you will begin to say, okay, Father, I just want to make sure that this is what you have for me and my kids during this season of life, and beginning to move forward in caution. The devastation of a divorce can take you sometimes years to heal from. So don't be in a hurry to jump into that next relationship. Uh, don't compromise the things that you have decided in point number two on your boundaries. You pray, you seek, you listen, and then the most important component, you be willing to obey what the Lord is prompting your heart. And so do that on a daily basis. Next, do not ignore the red flags. Oh, ladies, man, isn't it so true that after a relationship is over, we can go back and we could look at things in that relationship and say, yep, I knew that was a problem. I had a gut check about that and I just continued to ignore it. Well, our gut check is the Holy Spirit giving us guidance and prompting and leading us in the way that we should go. And uh, there are so many red flags and I do not have time to uh, cover them in this uh, podcast, but I'm just going to give you a couple that you might want to consider. One is a frequent need to make excuses for his behavior. Uh, maybe he talks to you ugly or he shows up late constantly or he doesn't pay his bills on time or they're, uh, you know, he's not uh, planted in the house of God or whatever those things are. 
He doesn't have a strong relationship with his own kids. If you feel this constant need to make excuses for the way that he behaves and the things that he does, those are very likely red flags that you're trying to cover up and gloss over for your friends and family and loved ones. So... Do not make excuses for his behavior. Address it and and really begin to dig into whether or not this is a big deal or not. Um, Other red flags, when he ignores your boundaries. And so as you're going through these dating how-tos and you're writing your boundaries down, your non-negotiables, the thing that the Lord has revealed to you that is important for your home, and then you've expressed those things to him and he keeps attempting to cross the line, uh, lose him. He's not the guy for you. He is not honoring what the Lord has given you in terms of principles for your home. And that is a huge, huge, huge red flag. Um, he does not enrich your life, but he detracts from it. You know, in the Proverbs 31 woman, there's this whole list of things that we should be um, aspiring to be. And I kind of have a love-hate relationship with the Proverbs 31 woman, if I'm going to be honest with you. And and part of it is because it seems like she was just this perfect woman that, um, that had no flaws. But actually, all that's happening in this Proverbs 31 life is we begin to look at the things that um, a woman can be and the way God created us to be. Um, and one of the things that it says is that she greatly enriches her husband's life. Well, I also believe that a husband should greatly enrich his wife's life. And so we need to begin to look at a relationship and a man that we're dating and say, does he really bring value? What are the things that he has done in my life that make my life so much more fulfilling than they were before he was here? And so um, can I just speak candidly to you for a moment? Uh, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and accept that you have said yes for that. If you are having to constantly pay when you guys go out, if you're having to constantly um, clean up the mess, if you're having to constantly do things that detract from your finances, your parenting, your emotional and spiritual well-being, then he is not enriching your life. And again, these are things that you have to really be honest with yourself about. In addition to that, your friends and family don't like him. Now, that is a huge, huge, huge red flag. Um, uh, I have heard many excuses about this one in the past. Well, she's just bitter. She just doesn't want me to be happy. My mom doesn't like anybody. Or we kind of make excuses. But when we have friends and family that are consistently telling us the same thing and they don't like this guy... They love you. They want what's best for you. And you need to go with your eyes wide open to recognize that if you've got loved ones in your life telling you that this guy is not the guy for you, the Lord positions people in our life in places of authority to begin to show us, hey, this is not the path that the Lord has for you. And so you need to use some discernment there. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to speak into your life. But you also need to um, be willing to listen to wise counsel in this area. And then the last red flag that I will mention to you is that he lacks self-discipline. And so you have to constantly keep secrets about him. Listen, if you're trying to gloss over anything about his past, you're trying to keep secrets, you're trying to um, keep secrets about your relationship with him, those are all likely red flags. Y'all, 
we could camp out on the whole red flags thing, but I'm going to move on on the single mom dating how-tos. Do not be ruled by your emotions. Now, the world will tell you to follow your heart, but the Word of God says in Jeremiah 17, 9, that we are not to be ruled by our hearts because they are deceitful. Our hearts can lie to us. How do we know that to be true as single mamas? Because you have likely chased something with your heart and your emotions that God did not ordain, which has resulted in the death of a relationship. And so it is so very important that we not be ruled by our emotions. In addition, we, when God speaks to us, we want to respond. Single mamas. The gut check does matter. Um, don't ignore the gut check. When the Lord is prompting you in an area in your dating life, be sure that you are willing to obey to what it is that he's speaking to your heart. It will save you um, the difficulty of a failed relationship later. I know that it is hard when you have been alone for a while. I know that it is hard when you're battling loneliness and you really just want to be married. You have that deep desire in your heart and there is nothing wrong with having that desire in your heart. Nothing at all. But we don't want to get ahead of God because when we do, we pay the price for it. And so I just want to encourage you to be responsive to what the Lord is leading. And then finally, um, finding a godly spouse is about being a potential godly spouse. And so many times women will say to me, listen, there's no more good godly men out there. Um, they're all gone. They're, they're, there's no more good ones. They've all been taken up. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And so uh, women of God, you need to stop saying that. First of all, it's simply not true. And it is so disrespectful of the good godly men that are out there that are walking with the Lord and they are too seeking a godly spouse. But secondly, I want to encourage you while you're in this season of wait to work on your relationship with God. Part of attracting a godly man is going to be in how you walk as a godly woman. And it's so interesting how God's timing works out. He's going to bring that right guy to you in a time and a season that you did not um, expect. Um, and I believe that to be true. It's certainly true in my life and in so many of the single mama's lives that we have worked with through the years. And so um, this has been Jennifer Maggio with the Life of a Single Mom Ministries in the Single Mom 101 podcast series for Salem Web Network. Thank you so much much for joining us and God bless you. Single Mom 101 is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Jennifer Maggio by visiting lifeofasinglemom.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Gibbons, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.